0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You heard her. Go subscribe.
0: Welcome to the Snippets of Genius podcast. I'm your hostess, Caroline Kay, business and success coach. And we're back for part two of Charlotte Deere, taking us on the adventures she's had setting up Cirrus HR. She's come from a wonderful world of a value led business, working with one of the most established and one of the most treasured jewels of the north, which was Betty's and Taylor's Tea Rooms. She told us more in the first episode, so go back and have a listen if you haven't already, about how when she left the world of employment to set up her own business, it was a bit of a shock what she encountered. Here in part two, we're gonna walk you through exactly the pitfalls you need to avoid if you're starting your own business. And actually, if you're gonna build this value-led business, some of the founding principles that are gonna help you on your way. Back to Charlotte with some of the biggest challenges she ever faced. Biggest challenge,
1: I have had a customer who said, I just want my team to be more engaged. Okay. And, um, And they were in accountancy practice and I said well but you have to give them something to engage with yeah there's a challenge for people who almost don't feel confident with the people elements of their own businesses and so I think that getting obviously I would say get but getting some help if you know that that's you then that's great get some help with the with the people elements because you know, in this case, as soon as we started talking about, you know, why are we here and why would why would a customer choose our accountancy services as opposed to somebody else's? Their their team is absolutely full of, well, we talk the same language as our customers and we always get back to people and, you know, we don't make them feel stupid. And they were, they were saying all of these things and you create immediate just one conversation creates such a feeling of sort of shared value and values that it's really not difficult but if you don't put it on the table and actually do these things then you can miss a great opportunity and not get the result because at that point if you're feeling that your team aren't engaged then you can quickly go down a route of well they're not the right team you know i'm not so sure about that person they don't seem very enthusiastic yeah but maybe it's just because they haven't had chance to show the side of themselves that could offer more, because mm-hmm. there's no root for that. And I think that as you grow, that becomes increasingly important, because otherwise, again, you will grow, and particularly if you have more than one site, the culture will be growing in those, those sites, and unless there's really strong influences from the centre, then they could evolve in different ways that you weren't quite expecting. okay definitely a nurture sequence
0: to come into place there and so what does building a great business mean to you if you had to put it into a nutshell oh
1: goodness a great well a great business is a business that understands that it has a responsibility to do good in the world it's people planet and prosperity and without prosperity so for me it's not about in some way not being commercially minded it's absolute commercial the commercial awareness needs to be front and center because without that you can't do the good there is no business so the serving of the customers the producing of the products the the driving the business forward is paramount but actually in order to do what well my interest stops at the point well that's the that's the end in itself you know we we get the prosperity and that's what we do with we all make money and that's great well it is great in a way but for me it's not enough because it's about why what can we do what potential do we now have that we you know we're doing well commercially and for me it's about investing in the people and investing in in, in the planet and you know in your impact your environmental impact and your impact in communities that's
0: impact wonderful important. so much that comes out of those three little words but mm. I suppose that sounds like especially at the beginning when you started talking about the journey you've been on coming to mm. be leader and really defining those elements but I suppose on your own journey through developing your own business setting up your company what advice do you wish you could go back and give yourself what advice would
1: I so so I I wasn't expecting to work for myself so I suppose I I'm not a person who spent years and months planning strategically what my business was going to look like and so you know I did it far more spontaneously than that and I just thought can I give this a go and and I did it, and I think that I would. And so I doubted if I could. I hadn't stress tested anything. I just gave it a go, and I doubted. I thought that was maybe really rash. Which and if you think that you're being rash, then you can undermine your own your confidence in in yourself and whether or not this is a you know because just getting a job remained a possibility for me for probably longer than. You know, I let it, I let that possibility sort of work away in my mind for too long. So I think that it's just give it a go and it will be okay. You know, you can do this. You know, you can do it. You can do what you set your mind on, which I think I always was very, that was very much how I operated when I was employed. But it absolutely transfers to the world of setting your own business. I think who you are and how you are absolutely can transfer to. a new environment and I sort of doubted that it could and I would have just gone do you know what you can do this a lot of it is getting in my own way getting in my own head about you know oh, it'll it be okay what am I doing I would have just said just go for it and you will But there's, a, there's an adage about of so essentially taking a leap and that's how you develop your wings mm-hmm. and that is absolutely true you just Take the leap. You can do it, is what I would say. To me or to anybody,
0: you can do it. Fabulous. Mm. And just some quick fire round questions for you mm. now. So tell me, what's one thing you wish you'd done sooner?
1: <laughs> I mean this really sincerely. Get a coach. Seriously. I, I'm not <laughs> Well, I'm loving that answer, <laughs> yeah, Charlotte. Of yeah, course. <laughs> someone has not told me to say that, everybody <laughs> listening, honestly. Get a coach or get help to unpick your thoughts. Whether that's a coach, whether it's a friend, whoever it might be, but I, I would say a coach because you need somebody who is not personally involved in the way that a friend or a family might. You know, is is absolutely objective on your side, got you back, but it's objective. And I would say because what if I had done that? I think that I would have been clearer about the businesses that I wanted to work with and braver about not working with other businesses
0: sooner. Fantastic. I think that's the difference. That's the best answer. I think I'm going to have a full show. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. And then, so tell us now, this is always an uncomfortable question, but what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it?
1: Oh, goodness. So I took on, I think this is probably what forced me into which i'm not ever going there again and really focusing on the business the businesses that we've been talking about so i took a big project that i thought that i had in fact sussed them out enough to make sure that they were right fit for me but what they did was they changed the brief at the 11th hour and said oh i know we said that well, you do that but could you just do this first and of course i said yes and oh, and I just found myself in a world of pain because I hadn't done the due diligence in terms of actually what they wanted, and it was awful. awful. <laughs> my, um, to the extent that my success criteria for myself became leave you know, leave as soon as I can, leave, <laughs> leave, get paid, don't get sued. But because they weren't following my advice that the problem was that I was giving them my advice that I knew was correct and they weren't following it and and I and like, I wasn't quite sure therefore about the repercussions of what of what happens you know mm-hmm. and so I was absolutely and I just thought but I learned I learned so much I learned so much about actually what makes me happy and what doesn't and where to draw the line and how to deal with really difficult people <laughs> really <laughs> difficult um, and where my own personal boundaries are in terms of what I prepared to, and at what point I would walk, you know. So that just it was very, it really pushed me to my limits. But actually, what I know is, although it's really painful, those experiences are so formative. So that that's one example. But through my life, when I've had, you know, the most difficult experiences, they have also been the most formative. So I don't yeah. regret it in a way. It was deeply painful.
0: <laughs> don't <laughs> want to I don't, do it again.
1: I don't want to do it again. And, and I did um meet my success criteria. <laughs> I did leave and they did pay me and it was all okay. So oh, that's all good then. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> what a more positive note then. What's
0: the yeah. best part about your job now?
1: Oh goodness. The best part about my job is that you know, so I want to look back over my working life and think that I made a difference. And that's really, really important to me. And, and I absolutely know that by working with the types of businesses that I'm working with now, that, that is the case. You know, the world will be a better place because... Of you know, people had jobs in those businesses as opposed to other businesses, or they operated, and you know the the way that they operated with their suppliers. Their suppliers have better lives because of the way that they operate. So yeah, and that's just that makes my heart happy whenever I think about it. So I I know that that's the 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 best, the best thing. That's lovely. Mm. And
0: if you had, and we've talked about things you never want to repeat, but if Mm. you had to say what the biggest lesson in running your own business has been in the last few years. Oh
1: the biggest lesson is um, not I don't, I don't mean this in a flippant way. Do what makes you happy. Seriously, do what makes you happy because there are lots of different ways that you can have jobs or make money or have the, you know run your own business. And some of them are just the things that happen you know because it's there and that's what you do. and you can unconsciously find yourself in a little bit of the hamster wheel. I don't do that people that's what that's what I think you do not have to have that life you can have a life whereby you you really believe in what you do and that opportunity is there for the people who are quite relentless about seeking it out I do, th- I, do I do think that you have to be relentless about seeking it out but if you do then it's there
0: Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And what are the best resources that have helped you along the way, be it a book or a podcast or oh, magazine? Goodness.
1: What do, Best resources. I really have been. So one author that I come back to time and time again is somebody called Daniel Pink. So he has um, written books. He has a great one called Drive on Motivation. And he has another one about um, the best time is now. So I, I love him. Um, I love Jen Sincero, as you know, about me I can now say the word badass. <laughs> <laughs> of them, I still have a nervous laugh after saying that word. <laughs> but um, So I, I really... And particularly in relation being unapologetic about your worth and money. That was really, really important. I was very squeamish as you know about talking about money and, and understanding how much to charge for things and that the work that we did and and, and jen's Jen sarah's books really made a big difference to me in relation yeah. to those so those are two authors that i definitely
0: well there's some recommend. magical mindset work that was done in there with those books so that's mm. fantastic and who inspires you and why
1: i love this question and there's a number of names but in general the female leaders who have shown the way, they've forged a way and they've done it in a way that's that stayed true to themselves. So I'm thinking about I once had a real crisis of confidence thinking about who who's who's shown me the way you know almost if you grew up in Thatcher's Britain and you knew that you didn't want to be Margaret Thatcher but those were the only female leaders or in you know power dressing and almost being you know a, a model of leadership that was essentially quite stereotypical mm-hmm. but being done by females as well as males and I just thought that isn't you know I want to be me and so I think of, you don't know, want huge name Dolly Parton massive no, oh I, because she's unapologetically female and hugely entrepreneurial so I love her so So when female founders so more recent more sort of UK based I love Fern Cotton I love who else do I well I, I think about somebody who influenced my own way of thinking it was Glennon Doyle and her approach to living your truest and most beautiful life so I think and they're doing they're forging the way you know Oprah and it's everybody, from it could be from the world of music to the world of research like Breno Brown to media like Oprah Winfrey. But they're female leaders who did not have the role models and they are the role models. So they've cre- and they've created role models for us, really. And I so female leaders in general. And there, there's loads of names, but
0: those are a few. They're all great names and <laughs> wonderful people <laughs> to tune into and get that positive vibe from. Yeah, all and very positive. What's the best advice you've ever received in your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Oh, the best advice. I think it's just do it. There's a there's an F in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> It can be. You need it to be. But essentially and just start. I would say just start because that that works with the big things as in start your own business. But it also starts with the days when you're just procrastinating and nothing's really working and, or people are wanting, you know, you haven't heard back from a million people and you're just about to go and, I don't know, whatever you did when you procrastinate, just start. (laughs) Just, you know, start and do, and put the timer on, 20 minutes, and just start, and then that will lead, and you'll keep going. So, fabulous. I think yeah, that, that's my. And that's how I get myself into a out of a sort of sort of be calmed state and back onto to doing something positive. Oh, they're
0: wonderful pieces of <laughs> advice. And if anyone out there is looking to scale their business and they're looking to get their culture in place, have the right people, mm. and obviously start that passion-led, purpose-filled business mm. and look after... Give us those three Ps again, Charlotte. It's oh, People, Planet and Prosperity. People, Planet and Prosperity. How do they find you?
1: Oh, goodness. So they find me um, on LinkedIn. I hang out mostly on LinkedIn. So Charlotte Dear, um on LinkedIn, I'm always there, you know, trying to share, <laughs> share, share the love and, you know, and yeah, People, Planet and Prosperity and biz- business is for good is not
0: what I'm about fantastic so any of those businesses for good out there make sure you give Charlotte a call (laughs) I'll be putting all her details in the show notes and Charlotte thank you so much for taking the time and joining me today it's been a joy Caroline thank you thank you so much if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help other people to find it too I would really appreciate you taking a moment to rate and leave a review if you know someone who wants to start or scale their business why not share it with them too find out more on how I help people to start and scale, visit www.paralinekay.co. That's www.paralinekay.co.
1: This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.